This is Ashton Marcus, and I'm on location at the Gem Theater for their presentation of Next to Normal. Hi, I'm Ashton Marcus with KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine, and I'm with... Uh, Damien Lorton. I'm the artistic director of the Gem Theater in Garden Grove. Okay, and also, didn't you direct this? I was. I directed Next to Normal, yes. So why did you choose this play? You know, it's a very funny story. We were um, in negotiations for the rights for another musical, and um, they fell through, and MTI offered us this. We're the first theater in Orange County to be able to bring the show to life. And I originally said no. And 15 minutes later, my business partner, Nicole Cassessa, was on the phone and, and closing out a contract. And I said, well, oh, do we get a different show? And she said, yes, we're doing Next to Normal. Um, and I was in quite resistant to it at first, but um, I'm very glad that I had the opportunity to do it. Um, I finally came over to it. It hit a lot of personal things for me. When I was a young boy, I lost a brother. Um, and my family life, which was a wonderful family life, really fell apart. And I had a mom that got very depressed for many years and, and fought it for the rest of her life. So it hit really close to home for me, and I didn't really want to go for that. But I'm so glad that I did. It's turned out to be just a beautiful experience for, I think, everyone involved, the actors, myself, and the audience. Yeah. Okay, here's the bad news then. I just came from the La Jolla Playhouse. They did fantastic. So I loved mm -hmm. it. Was, it was mm -hmm. almost a Broadway musical that I just saw this morning, right? Mm -hmm. I've already seen Next to the Normal. It was done by the Morgan Wixon up in yes. L.A. for their, for, I think, for the West Coast premiere. Yes. So I've already seen this thing. I've just seen a fantastic performance before this, but believe it or not, I still like this performance. Oh, thank you, thank you. I'm so glad you did. You know, we're, uh, we approach it differently. There's very few props in the show. There's just a very minimalistic set. It's all about the story and the and the emotion through the piece. Yeah. And uh, again, I was talking to the cast members, interviewing them, and I can see why I liked it is because they personalize a lot of these stories. It turns out a lot of them have experience, just like you did. Oh, yes. They all had this experience, and it shows in their performance. It is, and it's really about honoring the story. This is, you know, I say at the beginning, this isn't anything goes. It's not gypsy. It's, it's true life. And when we go out on stage tonight, we know that we're honoring the story. And, and, for example, the very first night I had a woman come up to me that said, my son died 17 years ago, and I still talk to him every day. This is my story. And the actors know that, and we approach it with such gentle gentleness about it. And, and we really want to tell the story and, and let people know that this is what happens in life and that this is life. I could appreciate the story behind it, too. Mm -hmm. Well, thank you. I'm so glad that you were able to come out tonight, and, and I'm glad you are able to experience this with us, and I'm, I'm so happy that we're able to bring this to life here. <laughs> okay. Thank you very much for being on the show. Thank you so much for coming out and for having me. It's been a pleasure. Hi, my name is Ashton Marcus. I'm with KUCI, 88.9 FM in Irvine, and I'm with... Catherine Lubick. I went to Los Alamitos High School. I was in the show prep program for four years, and now I'm in culinary school at the Cordon Bleu, studying uh, patisserie and baking. And uh, which character did you play? Natalie. She's just kind of a crazy teen who doesn't give a shit about what her parents think, and she just wants to get out of her house because she has a crazy mother and a father who just doesn't care. And by the end of the show, she just finally learns how to feel and learns how to like appreciate people and let other people in and care for other people. What kind of research did you do on something like this? I looked up stuff on bipolar disorder and my father actually has issues with it so I took my experience with that and put it into this show and it really helps a lot like having somebody knowing how to live with someone that has this issue and then doing it with this show it's literally like living my own life so it's kind of crazy but kind of cool at the same time.
I, I, my fans appreciate you being so open about that because that's very, very personal about that. And I, I basically can't really imagine what you're going through as, as a child of someone who's, who's suffering something like that. Yeah, my dad has severe OCD, and it's like some days are great, and some days just aren't. And like he just can't leave the house, and like it's I, I had to grow up really fast. So I think Natalie had to do that too, and she just kind of had to fend for herself and do whatever she could. And so yeah, I love this character, and it, I just feel like myself on stage, so it's great. I actually saw this exact musical being done at the Morgan Wixen up in, in Santa Monica. There were some things about that I liked more than this one, but I actually liked your part here a lot better than like the one over there. Really? No, nothing to do with the actress over there. Was just There was something about your role that was just very palpable. Mm -hmm. Thank you. Yeah, I, I really wanted to show the audience that I could feel this character more than, I don't know, like anyone else, but like... It was, it's literally a dream for me to play this. And it's crazy that there's a show out there that literally reminds me of my own life. But yeah, it's really cool. It's weird the way things like that work in life. Yeah, right? <laughs> yeah, because actually, if you go through the experience, I'm told, if you go through the experience you've gone through, certain things happen in your life that this kind of has a purpose behind it. Yeah, definitely. And this is not one of those shows where you can just go on stage and just like smile. There's one number in the show that's like all cheesy, but the rest is like, you have to be serious and it's made me face a lot of demons in my life and I've had to think about all of the crap that I've gone through with my dad and it's really made me become a better person. So, I loved your performance. Thank you very much for being on the show. Thank you too. Thanks for coming. Hi, my name is Ashton Marcus. I'm with KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine and I'm with... Jonathan Fierros. I'm 23 years old. I go to Azusa Pacific University where I study in the BFA for acting uh, and I grew up in Whittier, California. I played Henry, the boyfriend. Henry is a really funny guy. Um, we first meet him and he's kind of like a stoner, lazy guy. He's really, really like Natalie, the daughter, for a very long time. Their relationship blooms um, and he really steps into his role as like the caretaker and rock for her world. Um, for the first time, Natalie's put first in someone's life and Henry gets to be that person. This was such an emotionally charged uh, uh, musical. I, I, how, did you, how did you find the emotion? Uh, what kind of research did you do? Well, um, I was actually diagnosed with clinical depression when I was in seventh grade. So I had quite a history with uh, medications and therapy visits and stuff. Um, and, you know, I've come to a place of understanding. Um, and it's been really, really great for me. But um, this show has been really, really therapeutic for me and being able to um, look on all of the lessons that I've learned throughout my years and bring that to a new person. Mm -hmm. Well, I appreciate you sharing that with me because, again, it's actually a lot more common than people think. I think it's like, what, 1 in 80 people are diagnosed with something like this? Oh, yeah, and I think it's some, it's so stigmatized that we need to talk about it. And I think it's something that we need to be more confident about because um, for a long time I didn't know that like I had clinical depression. I just thought that something was wrong and I kept trying to figure out what was wrong and my family wouldn't talk about any of these things until finally when I became of age and I went out and sought answers for myself. And that was a turning point. And I think when people learn to do that, they really empower themselves and empower themselves in the face of adversity. Well, I was, I was very moved by the, by, the, by the play and I was very moved by all the performances. Right on. Thank you so much for coming. Yeah. Thank you very much for being on the show. Thank you.
Hi, my name is Ashton Marcus. I'm a KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine, and I'm with Elisa Alexander. I'm from Merced, California. Um, I am getting my BFA currently at Cal State Fullerton. Um, I'm going to be a senior there next year. Um, yeah, so I've just been doing shows here and shows at school, and I grew up doing theater for like since I was five years old. So yeah. And which character did you play? Um, Diana Goodman. She's um, struggling with a mental illness. She's bipolar and schizophrenic. Um, she is dealing with the loss of her son and just kind of figuring out how to deal with that and she goes through a lot of different treatments and tr just trying to live and just figure out how to live her life. What kind of research did you do on a role like this? It's so it's so <laughs> dramatic. Yeah, um, I did a lot of research on just the the bipolar disorder. It took a, a lot of that, just figuring out the difference between the manic states and the depressive states, and where the side effects of that of each one, and how they they're so drastically different, and they have very different side effects. And finding those, and then of course the ECT, and figuring out how to just wash of everything and just that divide and just I watched a couple documentaries a couple movies about just people living with the disorder because there are real people like this and we don't really think about it as something that's so relevant but it is and um, we've had people come to the show with it and just things like that and it touches on something that is so unspoken I think it's just such a testament to like the show itself is such a testament to people who like stories are unsaid because something like that like a mental illness is so it's so relevant and it happens and like people struggle with anxiety and depression and all of these different things that people don't really talk about and like then someone has a panic attack and you're like oh my gosh like that's so weird but it's so relevant and so personal to people and just I think that this show is so important because it gives light to that and it just it tells a story of just someone's real life and people deal with this all the time I've, I, I like personally have like I have severe anxiety and so I deal with that and so like I connect with her because of that and then people will come and you have no idea and people are connecting with the show for so many different reasons and it's it's just so relevant to like today's life and it's it's sad and it's like depressing but like life is sad and depressing and then at the end we sing light and it's a story of hope and you're like oh but there are th good things can come from bad ones you know and so I think it's just such a cool show because it just gives light to things that aren't talked about. It's not just like a song and dance like, you know what I mean? It's written so brilliantly that every single thing that everybody says in the show means so much. Like there's just so much behind it. You know what I mean? Like there's not a line in the show that is just written to be written. Everything makes sense and someone, like I think every single person who comes and sees the show is going to be able to connect with it in some way, shape, or form. You know what I mean? Whether it be a line or the entire story or the mental disorder or whatever it is. Like there are just so many things. Yeah. Yo, thank you very much for being on the show. Thank you so much. Hi, my name is Ashton Marcus. I'm with KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine and I'm with Brandon Jones. Brandon Taylor Jones actually. I'm from Brea, California uh, for, for as long as I can remember since I was five years old and um, I grew up over there, went to school there and I've been going um, 
to uh, the Brea schools for as long as I've been like there, you know. And um, I have been doing theater at Stage Light uh, Family Productions, which is one of the children's theaters in, in uh, Brea. And uh, I grew up doing their um, theater since I was four years old. And then I was also in the All-American Boys Chorus when, um, from 2005 to 2009. So I got to travel around the world and I got to go to places like Canada, Asia, and like all around the United States. And that was a really awesome opportunity. And then I uh, found the gem like in about um, like a couple years ago. So um, now I'm here. I played Gabe Goodman. Uh, Gabe is, uh, I like to think he's misunderstood. Uh, he is uh, the son of Dan and Diana and he uh, died at eight months old and uh, Diana really didn't get over it. So uh, he's just been kind of growing up in her subconscious for as long as she's um, she's been living, he's been growing up with her. So he kind of um, just uh, I like to. He's like haunting her, but like um, in the most genuine way possible. Genuine way possible. I think you know all he wants is to uh, just be with her and just for him, her to love him, and that's the only way that he survives is if um, she truly believes that he is um, with um, everyone. And so uh, he's kind of just. Uh, He's he's smart. He's manipulative, um, and uh, he's he's just fun to he's fun to be around. What kind of research did you do for this character? Because again, this character doesn't exist. Right. Um, the character doesn't exist. I think I um, I pull from things from uh, my life where you know um, obviously Gabe um, gets jealous. He gets manipulative. He gets um, he's uh, obviously like he has like the same emotions as we do. So you kind of just. Uh, tie from what you know and um, you know it's it, it is true he doesn't exist but um, I feel like he does exist like in all of us and I feel like all these characters really do like um, live inside of each one of us I think that's why um, the show is super relatable to audiences when they come to see it well I really love the show and I like your performance so uh, thank you very much for being on the show thank you thank you thank you so much I'm glad you enjoyed it Hi, my name is Ashton Marcus. I'm with KUCI, 88.9 FM in Irvine, and I'm with Edgar Torrens. I actually just eventually, um, eventually moved down here after a few years of contemplating coming to California. So I've only been here for uh, less than a couple of months. And I did a lot of regional work out of San Diego, Starlight Theater, uh, American Rose Theater, did some tours. Um, I also did a lot of uh, work in Arizona, is actually where I moved from, so um, I have a lot of credits over there. I've done some directing, I've done some choreography, um, stuff like that, so, but I'm really excited to be here, uh, you know, kind of in the homeland. <laughs> for, for all of us artists, we really enjoy just being active and always, you know, performing and stuff like that, so, uh, yeah, I've been, I've been all over, yeah. Uh, stuff on the East Coast as well. I played Dr. Madden, uh, Dr. Fine in the in the beginning, and also Dr. Madden for the rest of the show. Uh -huh. Psychopharmacologist would be Dr. Fine, which is one of his opening numbers um, as a doctor, and uh, he's actually different from uh, Dr. Rock, who is also known as uh, Dr. Madden. So, uh, psychopharmacologist is a wonderful number. Uh, it basically introduces you to. Um, Diana's life, uh, you know, the things that she goes through uh, with, you know, with the drugs and the Zoloft and this and that, and so they, it's kind of an ironic number because uh, I really love the way that 
they portrayed it as um, you know very light uh, and airy as opposed like you know as opposed to very dark. Um, they did the exact opposite with that number. Um, and then there's also uh, Dr. Rock, also known as Dr. Madden, um, later on in the first act, who we meet uh, is um, you know a new therapist that she's going to try to see to, to you know try different avenues of of you know recovery you know and finding and finding um, you know I guess remorse and finding out how to grieve and stuff like that through him um, so it was really a wonderful role actually um, I made a connection with with um, with Liza who plays Diana and I think that uh, I think the way I decided to do it was is that uh, Dr. Fine's kind of grieving the loss of someone close to him, you know, someone that uh, he wasn't able to help, he wasn't able to fix. And so it was kind of a wonderful connection to make with her um, that, you know, I do get a second chance with Diana. I, I do want to fix her. I do want to recover, uh, you know, for, for my own reasons. I think, I think that Dr. Madden has his own baggage as well that he's going through with this process with her. Uh, and I think that's why I find that, that deep connection with her. So, so how do you find the emotion? Because this is such a deep. How do you, how do you find the uh, 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 research to to, to, to 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 handle a character like that? You know, it's funny. Um, I went home uh, a couple of weeks ago, and I finally decided. You know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna sit down and you know YouTube some videos on you know psychotherapy as well as the EZT, which is the electroshock therapy. And you know, it's just uh, some of the cases that you look at in the in the you know the procedures that they go through is just so it's so heartbreaking you know and you feel for those people and I think that in in me having watched those videos really helped me connect uh, to the show a lot more and it really helped me connect to my character um, you know on a personal level being that um, you know I kind of use that to imagine the fact that you know someone close to me and my wife or another patient kind of um, you know went through the same thing who I was not able to help so uh, I dug really deep and you know made myself watch those videos uh, you know build a relationship through rehearsals and you know got to know Liza you know personally and and um, yeah I mean that's basically what I did as far as homework to, to kind of dig for those emotions yeah yeah I, I loved your performance sir I love the play I thought it was very very emotionally charged yeah, yeah, no, it's definitely full of energy, it's very heavy, and, you know, it's it's so funny because no, no matter how much we try to downplay it, no matter how much uh, lightness we try to add to the first act, it, it seems to just hit people every time, and I think that the message that we wanted to deliver is, is that no matter who you are, where you're from, what your background is, is that everybody struggles and everybody goes through life and everybody has instances where you know they crash and you know they crash and burn and and these things happen to everybody and I think that the message we want to we want to you know get through to people is, is that um, at the end of the day we are all alike you might you might cross somebody on the street you might run into somebody in the grocery store who you know you might see every day and you don't know what their everyday life is you know what I mean they could be going through some of those same exact things and those people think that they're alone those people think that they are not normal uh, and I think it's uh, I just think it's uh, on the contrary because I think everybody has their home life everybody goes through their own baggage and struggles and um, and yeah it's just uh, it's a wonderful piece it's a wonderful story and I think it's the, that, that's what we want to get through 
uh, to the audience. But yeah, full of energy, a lot of emotion. So <laughs> yeah, definitely. It's definitely drenching while we're going through it. It's kind of, it's a little bit taxing, but we get through it. <laughs> well, thank you very much for being on the show. Thank you so much. Thank you. I'm glad you enjoyed it. <laughs> Hi, my name is Ashton Marcus. I'm a KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine, and I'm with... You're with Alex Bodrero. I was born and raised in Laguna Beach. I started playing guitar when I was 10, and I learned some Beatles songs, and I was doing rock and roll and blues. And then uh, in high school, I got into some musical theater. In college, I, I started doing more theater. And uh, eventually, I transferred to Chapman University, graduated there with a vocal performance degree. So that was all classical opera stuff. And uh, since that time, um, I've gone back to musical theater and uh, I've just been loving it. I've uh, kind of made a home here at the Gem. This is my, I think, fifth, fifth show. And, uh, and I'm really, really loving doing this show. Uh, I love the cast. Um, I started here with the show Violet, which was another small cast. And, and, and so it's great to be working with a, a small but mighty group. I play Dan, the father slash husband. He is an architect. Um, he uh, uh, he and Diana, the the mother, the, the, you know, the lady with the bipolar, um, they got married when they were in their early twenties. Uh, after uh, she got pregnant um, with his child. Fast forward there. The present day of the show, present setting is uh, they're they're dealing with her bipolar uh, issues, which have um, intensified, and you know they're all struggling between wanting to support her and each other, and wanting to just get out of dodge, you know, um, and then they're struggling with the guilt of that desire to leave, um, and so it's a very energized, emotionally show um, because of these conflicting desires and, and wants. I could feel the emotion in it. It was just very palpable. And again, you know, the audience, I could see that the audience was feeling it too. It was just, it was just very touching. I, yeah, I think so. It's been, you know, this is our third performance now um, and I don't think we've ever performed it where there hasn't been somebody <laughs> teary-eyed, even in re even in the rehearsals, including ourselves, um, including the light designer, who's a grumpy old man. And uh, this one, they looked back, and he had tears in his eyes. You know, it's it's uh, it's very moving, and I think it'll touch lots of lots of people. And I think it's very uh, poignant. I think it's a contemporary issue. Um, we're we're we live in an age now where we're dealing with we're looking at psychology a lot more where we're saying you know what everybody's being diagnosed with something and and, so, and while there is over diagnosis going on there's also you know there's also a stigma an unfair stigma on on that you know people do have legitimate issues that that uh, it's worth looking into um, and this show addresses that well, I, I like the show. Thank you very much for being on the show. Well, thank you. Uh, it was my, my pleasure. Thank you for uh, coming to it. Next to Normal will be playing at the Gem Theater from June 18th to July 12th. For more information, go to www.onemoreproductions.com or theorangecurtainrev.com.